Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Art Heals All Wounds. What's your best memory from childhood? For me, one of the best is snuggling up in the crook of my mother's arm as she read to me. Her voice was always so animated as she read, always giving just the right inflection for each moment of the story. When I think about this memory, this might be why I love to read so much today. I've started recording artists for season two, which will begin in February of 2022. In the meantime, I wanted to give you a holiday gift by sharing episode one of a podcast where the host, Chantre Pinckney, reads aloud excerpts from her book in progress, Raw, Black, and Blue. Her podcast is called The Red Lounge, with red being spelled R-E-A-D. Chantre has an amazing voice, and hearing her read aloud immediately made me want to get cozy with a cup of tea while I listened. Chantre will be a guest on Art Heals All Wounds Season 2, where she'll talk about her book and her work in film and photojournalism. In the meantime, please sit back and enjoy Episode 1 of The Red Lounge. Welcome to The Red Lounge, folks. Thanks for joining me. My name is Chantre. And I'm your host. Uh, I started this podcast because I wanted to see, um, actually hear um, just different stories and short stories. Starting with this podcast, um, I wanted to to start with a a story of my own. And initially it was um, started as a short film, uh, a short thesis film. Uh, The short film is called The Raw and it, it was based around this um, young man that was working in San Francisco, uh, working with a crisis response team. And it's a real team in, in that city. Well, first living in Baby Hunters Point, you know, it was, it was a challenge because, you know, I wasn't used to hearing gunshots every night. And um, the sad thing, the scary thing was that it, it was normalized. It, it became normal. And that bothered me. So I started to write, you know, this, this script about, um, about this young man and kind of based it on some of the folks that I had met, uh, during my time and, you know, living there and working in the, in the district. And, um, I, you know, made the film and I've always wanted to do a feature of it and was starting to write it, but it didn't really feel right. Like, if something was missing, <laughs> something was not like really clicking. And I put it off for years, years. Uh, some of you writers out there can relate. <laughs> um, but then I, I, um, I started picking it back up. Um, but instead of focusing on a male point of view, I wanted to focus on a female point of view, on a black woman point of view. And that's where Raw Black Blue came about. Well, I started from the backstory, trying to get a, an idea of who this character would be. You know, who she is, what she likes, what she doesn't like, what she's afraid of. Um, you know, just every bit of her backstory. Um, the private areas, you know, things that she doesn't want people to know. Um, things that are public that people do know about her. Um, you know, just getting to that, that rawness, you know, of her. And I named her Tamia, Tamia Randall. 
and I thought it'd be really helpful um, and just you know just the f- the flow in my my gift of writing and, and storytelling just to and build that up more by sharing who she is you know her backstory and I, I started writing these um things like she how she would write or like her journals or what she would say I thought it'd be a cool idea to to um to share like these mini chapters in a sense of um of Tamia, um, the people that she's engaged with, um, how she interacts with others, and you know, even her love life. So we're gonna get into it, and I introduce to you uh, the first two chapters of Raw Black and Blue, uh, written from Tamia's per- perspective. Our uh, first up is Missing Coins. And then following, you were here, up to here. Missing Coins When I got my first period, my mom was at work and I I couldn't get a hold of her. I was like 11, I think. My father, he was was working down at the PG&E plant, supposedly, and I needed money to go to the drugstore. There was this dip, you know, down to the park, uh, the Indian Basin on the way there. And my my dad used to hide these these dollar coins, these shiny dollar coins. Uh, way back when I was little, only he knew where to hide them. It would be like an Easter egg hunt. I completely forgot about him. Well, I went back there, and in between these rocks, underneath layer of moss with three coins I found like five dollars later that day I couldn't find my father though up to here it's been three weeks since my last panic attack that's not too bad my chest tightens up ever so often but it could have been worse I told my mom my progress, but she had a fit. No, granted, getting a bill from the hospital is cause for concern, but she just yelled at me to do better at taking care of myself. For my mom's sake, I really wish I could snap my fingers and that part of my life would never happen. But progress is progress, right? The campus nurse... um, said that the attack was maybe caused by a trigger a sound or a brushing up against somebody accidentally I don't know I was with my study partner and he was helping me on a computer but I hovered over way too long maybe that was it I needed space in the, the crowded lab with all these other anxious students must have set it off Uh, the county, they referred me to a woman, and I, I felt a weight lift off me when I found out she's black. Her name is Dr. Edwards. She's exactly how I pictured her. A beautiful crown of coiled locks pulled up in a bun. 
dark, smooth complexion. She's direct and to the point and tell me to rest my mind by any means. Perhaps even take the semester off. I told her I'd consider it, but in all honesty, I'd rather avoid that. I'm, I'm too close to finishing. Just thinking about waiting six months makes me twitch. So Dr. Edwards suggested I follow her assignment for the next 12 weeks. Here we go. So number one, journal about anything. Number two, remember your breaths. Number three, take it easy. God, how do I do that? Next time on The Red Lounge, Raw Black and Blue continues with Episode 2, The Lamentations of Mr. Sims. Hey folks, thanks for joining me. If you have someone in mind that you think will really enjoy this content, you know, share it with them. I'd love to hear your comments too. So you can find The Red Lounge. That's The Red, R-E-A-D, Lounge, everywhere you find your podcast. Until then, I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed hearing Chantre Pinckney read excerpts from her upcoming book, Raw, Black, and Blue, on her podcast, The Red Lounge. If you want to hear more, you can find The Red Lounge on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hear more about Chantre and her work on Season 2 of Art Heals All Wounds. While you're here, I want to invite you to join up for the Art Heals All Wounds newsletter. Just go to the website, arthealsallwoundspodcast.com, and sign up. That's A-R-T-H-E-A-L-S-A-L-L-W-O-U-N-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. You'll hear about upcoming episodes and other information about and from the guests on the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying Art Heals All Wounds, let us know by giving us a five-star rating and even a review if you feel inspired.